0: We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk Hello. to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. I don't know much, but I know I love you. And that may be all I need to know. Hi, welcome to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. It's a podcast that doesn't know if it's a game show or a talk show, but that's okay because we're genre fluid around here. The only thing that matters is that this podcast is liked and supported and subscribed to. So take a second to like and subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review because how will we get any better if we don't have feedback? I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of this weird thing. Um, you can find me at KristenKey.com. Find me, friend me, follow me me on all my social media. I put out lots of videos and it's, it's a real good time. Oh and I'm on Cameo. So if you want to make somebody's day or send somebody a song or a greeting, do it, do it with Cameo and uh, I'm there to help with that. This week, what a fun show. Great topic. Each week my comedic guest chooses the topic. We chit chat, we play some games and there's a rad lip at the end. This week's topic is horror movies chosen by a very talented actor and comedian Drew Drogi. But before we talk to him, I wanted to learn a little bit more about horror movies, so I called the one person I know that's been in a couple. Hey, computer lady, play my interview with Steve Smith. Playing Steve Smith interview. I put my uh, my haunted house in the background because today's today's topic is horror movies.
1: Ooh, scary. <laughs> it's
0: scary. Well, that's why I'm having you on, Steve. I wanted to talk to you about, you're the only person that I know that's actually been in a horror movie. I'm
1: still in a horror movie. <laughs> it's all in a horror movie.
0: So, so remind me which what are the two, what are the two horror movies that you were actually in?
1: Uh, I was uh, I was an extra on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, and uh, and then they gave me a role. Uh, how
0: of, how does that happen? How does how, I would be an extra that ended up getting you know sent home?
1: Uh, well, I made friends with the lead actors. They we became friends. Robert Russler, who's still a friend today, just, we just started piling around and then uh, got to know each other and he put me next to him all the time in scenes. And, and, uh, and uh, so I so well, that was great, you know, uh, I got to sit next to the lead. And then I, I'm going to the bathroom and in comes the director. And uh, he's, hey, you're doing a great job. And he's standing next to me and, you know, he's trying not to look down. And uh, <laughs> I said, thanks, you know, and I'm trying to pee. And uh, he goes, uh, do you want to, ready to kill you and I go sure well why not I know well that's huge so you know two hours of makeup later I uh, got killed by Freddy it was great
0: how okay in the movie how do you get killed by Freddy? because Nightmare on Elm Street 2 it was uh this is not a Heather Heather Langenkamp was in the first one that's the original classic and then two came back with a different star um but the same storyline Freddy Krueger kills people in their dreams
1: right uh and uh he uh uh, the different director one time director uh for the nightmare series uh uh, reviewed as the gayest horror movie ever made what (laughs) (laughs) undertones in it all the way through Uh, i gotta
0: rewatch it now i gotta rewatch it i gotta see the gayest horror movie ever made
1: the gayest horror movie and uh i'm in it yes oh that's Uh, incredible yeah so uh Really nice guy, and and uh, I got killed at the pool party near the end of the movie.
0: Okay, and how, how did Freddie kill you?
1: Uh, he He's in the house, he disappears, he jumps up through the ground at the pool where all the kids are having a big party, and of course, I can't get away, and uh, all the other kids got away, but I can't get away. Why can't I, you get away, Steve? What happened? I went on the fence, I tripped. I got up and then Freddie slashed my face. It was
0: terrible. Oh my god, that's incredible. So what was the, and I don't even know about the second one. You texted me there's another one? You are in another horror
1: movie? Yeah, this one I actually uh, read for and uh, got uh, the lead in, one of the leads in. Um, uh, it was called Slaughterhouse Rock. Okay. And just by the title, you know it's going to be a winner.
0: Wow. Now, did you die in this one as well?
1: Yeah. I got killed in this one. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> they, uh, one of the lead actors, uh, one of the five of us, uh, gets possessed and then we go to Alcatraz and, uh, I die there. <laughs> he gets possessed and he snaps my neck. And, uh, but it was fun.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me about it today. Cause the, the, the theme, this. The- the topic for today's episode is horror movies, because my my guest is a big horror movie fan. And I thought, what a treat for for the listeners and the viewers to see someone that's actually been in a horror movie. So thank you, Steve, for coming yeah. on and talking about if it.
1: If you look in the credits, it's a Stephen Brian Smith victim.
0: Interview complete dismembering Steve Smith. Oh, that's a shame. What happened to Steve there? Yeah. But what, what have we learned? We've learned that if you're ever in a horror movie as an extra and someone asks, do you want to get killed by the villain? Just say yes. Say yes. So let's talk to the man who chose today's topic. Comedic actor and horror fan, Drew Drogi. Hey, computer lady, play my interview with Drew Drogi.
1: Playing interview with Drew Drogi.
0: Drew, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you, Kristen. I'm excited to be
2: here. How's it going? I'm
0: I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on because of your topic of area of expertise. What area of horror genre is your, like, bread and butter? Well, I... I, growing up i I always loved like in the
2: eighties I, I loved Freddie and Jason movies and slasher movies I loved them I don't know I mean that like, there's a whole like you know you think about like queer identity and you know and just and like final girls that I related to like I all the, you know do you know final Girl do you know that that expression do I it's like the always it's no it's usually no. it's always the person who lives to the end and it's it's usually a woman in most of the movies and so the one who, like, survives... Like Heather Langenkamp. Yeah, Heather Langenkamp, exactly. So I always related to those characters, like, at, at, you know, in movies. I just was like, that would be me. I would figure it out and I would survive. Or I would, you know, like Heather Langenkamp, I would just set up, like, a booby <laughs> trap in my room so Freddie wouldn't get me or whatever. Um, but then my mom was obsessed with Hitchcock movies. And so growing up, we would go to the video store and she would make a deal with me. she's like, you can get... A Freddy or a Jason movie. If you also get a Hitchcock movie and watch a good horror movie, which was like win-win for me, because I was like, great, let's watch Rear Window or whatever. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I had a mom that was really into horror movies, and um, I just it was just something that I always connected with. I had a Freddy Krueger over my bed. I had a poster of Freddy Krueger and um, Fr- Tim Curry in um, um, Rocky Horror Frank-N-Furter. Over my bed. Those are my icons. Yeah.
0: So who are the best final girls? I mean, in your opinion, because I'm the ones that pop into my head right away are like Sydney from Scream. Yes, um, she's
2: great. Nancy from
0: uh, Nightmare. Nancy from
2: Nightmare on Elm Street. I also love Tina from um, from Friday the 13th Part 7.
0: What? She's okay. telekinetic.
2: She's, she's kind of like they've mixed Carrie with, with um, Friday the 13th. So she has powers to like, you know, she can move like, you know boxes of uh screws into you know into jason's head or whatever you know as you do of course it's very Um, important yeah (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah so i guess those are some of my favorites um i also really love in that um the i mean of course i love jamie lee curtis but in the halloween movies i really love um danielle harris who plays who's tiny she's a little she's such a good actress she plays jamie and she's in parts four and five. Halloween. <gasps> I
0: remember, yeah. I was at a church yeah, lock-in when I first saw it. It's too scary for uh, me. Yeah, I had to watch it again <laughs> in my twenties because I didn't make it through that lock-in. I was like, I need to go. I love home. that your church, your church
2: lock-in was showing Halloween four and five.
0: Yeah, it w- it shouldn't have been. Yeah, it was a bad bad move, youth youth minister.
2: I know. Well, my I remember our. I grew up Presbyterian, and in our in our rec room with all the other board games, there was a Ouija board, and we would go down at church and play with our Ouija board. And it wasn't weird. It wasn't until years later that I realized that like that's the thing that they warn you against in church, like it's witchcraft and whatever. We were just like wrapped up in all of that. We were reading Bible verses and then asking like you know <laughs> what toppings we should order for our pizza, or whatever like you know important question you're going to ask. You know, church. I was going to say, did anything
0: weird happen? Like sausage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no pineapple. I don't know. No. <laughs>
0: Oh that's crazy. So did you get scared? Like like cuz I I have trouble with horror movies because like I had one ex-girlfriend that was obsessed with them. And so when I was in my late teens, I watched a bunch because she wanted to watch them, but since I'm like I can't watch them by myself cuz I'm I get I have to watch behind a pillow. Like how do you how are you how do you watch these movies? I love them. And I think uh I don't know what it is.
2: I I really like to get scared. It's it's really hard. I mean, I remember like, like, Silence of the Lambs is probably the most scared I've ever been. Like, I saw that in the theater yeah. when I was 13, I want to say, when it came out. And that was the most scared I've ever been in my life. Like, I was afraid of, like, under... I had my feet up in the seat, like, I, that final scene of that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, But that's, like, psychological horror. Like, that kind of stuff scares me more. Like, ghosts and all that stuff doesn't scare me at all. Um, But I, I don't know. I love that sensation. I guess I, I don't like roller coasters, but I think it's the same thing about how some people need to get, they love that thrill of being on a roller coaster. I'm just like uncomfortable and I feel like I'm in a horrible, I'm in a, you know, horrible turbulence and I just am surviving. Like I, I don't enjoy that feeling of like I'm being thrown upside down. But um, okay. I think it's like a horror thing. I think you either just, you really have a, a knack for it. Cause I get it when people are like, that's why would you put yourself through that torture of watching someone just like attack people? And I don't know, but. I don't know
0: why I love on Elm Street I think was one of my favorites because it's I think it holds up really well too but like oh, from the opening mm-hmm. scene when you just hear his like finger knives scratching um Ooh. it starts scary and it just keeps being even though it's ridiculous like there's yes. so many lines in that movie that are ridiculous rod the bod
2: and like the and the bed sheet that comes up and strangles him <laughs> I I, I think about that. I think that movie is I think that movie is brilliant and I mean it's Wes Craven who's was a genius and but it's also it's about like the like the the children having to pay for the sins of their parents like their parents like like I mean this was a child murderer but they all got together and like killed this guy and then he comes after their children later it's just such it's true horror it's just really like oh wow they're gonna they're never gonna let him leave you know and um and you have great actors as the parents in that first movie john saxon and ronnie Blakely, who like are like drunk and like sad i mean it's really like they got it all wrong in the remake which i think is awful and i kind of offended me but the the original the 1984 one is just like it's incredible it's such a good movie um and yes ridiculous you know the haunting in your dreams and
0: but oh but it's that, great um, as far as like right. like I guess yeah. the point of a, of a good horror movie is you walk away and it stays with you like you're yes. scared now it's like and what a, what a great way to scare someone's like you don't have that relief of, well I'll just go to sleep it's like oh I can't that's where that's right. where Freddy comes you have to
2: stay awake yeah. oh <laughs> oh my god
0: so what what is like the you said the scaredest you'd ever been was from Silence of the Lambs when you were 13. Have, like, what in the last adult? What have I seen?
2: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The Invisible Man. I love The Invisible oh, the re- Man. Oh, the
0: new one or the old That's one? A,
2: yes, I the new one. I loved it. Um, Elizabeth Moss is incredible. And it was, that really, that really spooked me. I saw it in the theater in, in um, February or whenever it came out, January or February. And uh, back when we could go see movies in theaters. <laughs> telling our kids. Right.
0: Isn't that it wasn't she like isn't the invisible man's uh, like a, a romantic interest of her that that they broke it off her ex?
2: He's her abusive husband and she's oh running away God. from him. Yeah, it's super dark.
0: Oh. Uh, I oh I had it's... an ex that if they were invisible it be like they would just steal <laughs> my things, I bet. <laughs> that is that is like a worse nightmare. It's like being tormented yeah. by an ex that now you can't see. Oh, there's so many the
2: repercussions of it, it. Like, I mean, just like, what did I? The metaphor in it rather is is so like is incredible because it's just the idea that like he's he's never kind of he's never going to leave you alone. Um, so it's just like Ugh, that is it's great.
0: Yeah, that is that is gross yeah. about a it, that that would be the worst breakup. It's when you really can't get out of because they're haunting you. Uh-oh. I think you're
2: gone, but oh wow, well, My coffee mug just moved. So maybe you're right behind me. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's the, the mildly annoying invisible man. <laughs>
2: they just move things around that's it
0: where is my they never toothpaste stop. damn it jim oh it's 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 just three feet
2: away from where i left it that's just annoying
0: yeah i don't hear any like get down i just hear giggling no 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 <laughs> right right right. exactly <laughs> so who are your all-time favorite uh villains from horror movies freddy krueger is definitely i would say
2: definitely my favorite um and, because um, I think Robert England is just a, a phenomenal actor. Like, he just, he, he, you know. And um, I, I do love um, both of the villains in um, Silence of the Lambs, that Hannibal Lecter and um, James Gum are both great, like, terrifying. There's a movie called House of the Devil that I love, and I love the bad people in that. It's Tom um, Noonan and um, Mary Warrenoff. Carrie's mom... Does
0: Ooh. that count? Yeah, Margaret that totally White. count. Those of us who have mother's issues would totally put her in the villain category.
2: Yeah, she's fantastic. I love her. And then I'm gonna do just because I've just finished watching the. I'll say Michael Myers because I've finished oh, watching the Halloween
1: good. movies
0: yeah. again. Of that series, I feel like I like I like one a lot. I love two, and then it's like you skip to four. Oh, and um,
2: oh yeah, oh yeah, they're weird and like they really don't. Fit. And then every Halloween movie rewrites the whole story so like you the the, the 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 um origin of is different every time and you don't know like are they brother and sister this movie in this movie they're not brother and sister in this movie there's one movie that michael myers isn't
0: even in that's three yeah that's the weirdest movie i've ever so seen weird. it's i don't understand why a franchise would be like okay we've got the killer we've got the story it's working let's scrap that we're gonna let's make scrap all of it killer halloween masks
2: thing. yeah i know well what i've read about that is that originally their idea for halloween was every halloween movie was going to be a different story so it'd be like an anthology series but they they ruined that because the, they made halloween 2 the same night as halloween so they 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 continued that story but in their mind they're like we finished the michael Myers story in those two movies so we'll do a brand new movie and then every year we'll have a new movie idiots
0: Idiots. idiots yeah
2: and of course everyone hated the the silver shamrock mask and that whole thing so they were just oh, like, and the song that it'll,
0: it's i've seen the movie once the song will be stuck in, oh, in head my head for the rest of your head forever yeah. and ever
2: yeah it's it's scary and it's in its own in its own way the
0: worst i think the worst movie for as far as like the one that stayed with me longest I, i'm going to ask you that what movie has stayed with you the longest or affected your life in some way I, I also watched a lot of black and white Hitchcock movies as a child, which I should not have. And the right. birds, mm. um, I have a lifelong fear of birds because of that movie. Wow. It makes my wife laugh because we were on a walk not too long ago and um, a bird just flew out of a bush in front of us. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, crows know your face. <laughs> like and She's like, it's a bird. I'm like, ah, they're going to get me. They know. <laughs>
2: I, I they know they know I um I don't like birds either and I'm wondering it might be that movie did it to me too because that movie really really traumatized me. I as, mean, a, as a kid,
0: that that
2: the schoolhouse scene.
0: I don't even. I mean, a, there's, even there's, working on that set, you'd probably be scared of birds. There just shouldn't be that many birds together ever at once. Well, and.
2: Well, in the story of like Hitchcock, he was so abusive because he hated women so much, and and like he he had the, his type of woman that he put on. That Tippi Hedren wouldn't sleep with him, and he was so awful to her that apparently for three days they did that final scene, and they were just throwing birds at her.
0: <laughs> That's awful, Drew. That is awful. terrible.
1: I did yes. not know that.
0: See, this is the yeah, the I'm wealth of knowledge things. I need from you. It's that. Hitchcock was literally abusing women on camera. Yeah, he was not... The, I mean, he was a
2: insanely talented, arguably, like, you know, greatest horror film master of all time, but also not a great person. Um, wow,
0: poor Tippi Hedren. Like, I thought we had it on two. No, let's just keep, keep going. going. Just keep, do one it One more again. day of
2: this. I think she needs one more day.
0: Really felt like that was the performance. Nope, nope.
2: Yep, yep, we got it. No, nope, no, we don't have it. More birds. Um, <laughs> but, but, I mean, I would probably say... For me, Silence of the Lambs definitely did. It had an impact for me for a long, long time. Like I kept, I, I, it just, it still is a haunting movie. I'll watch it and then maybe once every year, once every two years, I'll put it on and I'm just like, this is pure horror.
0: Wow. For some reason, I was able to make it through that one, but I think it's because that's a movie where I, I fell in love with Jodie Foster and started realizing oh. I might be gay. Oh, yeah, because I'm so not scared. I'm just like, hey, girl. Yeah, like, I like her. You're gonna She's make an- it, <laughs> yeah. Get that girl out of the well. <laughs> <You>.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It's it's uh, it just depends on what what does it for you because it's like there's certain movies that I think that it will like just scare people so much. I think for a lot of people who grew up Catholic. The Exorcist is really scary to them, you know, because it's like there's right. something connected to that. And Exorcist, I think it's a, a fit, perfect movie, and it's a beautiful movie, but it, it, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't scare me in the same way. Like I'm not as scared of demon possession as I am like a, just a crazy person in a house. Ooh, that's what about
0: like Poltergeist? Poltergeist, uh, it that one got me, and also like Poltergeist Three, I think it was. Is that the one it in was the was high that, rise? Like, like, Mm hmm. Yeah. The hallway of mirrors. Oh, Anything yeah, yeah, with yeah. mirrors. Because my parents always, we had a, some hallway in our house and they would always put this antique piece of furniture with a mirror on it. And I'd have to like walk back to my room and see it. And I just, everything that I ever saw in a horror movie, I assumed was going to be in that mirror. Wow. Oh,
2: yeah. Of course. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Their imaginations go. Yeah. Of course. I love poltergeist. Sure. I love that. I grew, I, that was like on HBO all the time as a kid. I loved watching it, but it didn't scare me as much. But like for me, like growing up in a small town, in North Carolina, um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one. Of, I I can't watch that. That's one that is like it's it's its own kind of. It's a masterpiece, but it's so disturbing. It's so gritty. It looks like a home movie, and it's so yeah. upsetting. What they're it's just I, but it's there's something about like rednecks in the woods that really really terrifies me. There was a movie. That is,
0: I, it's a little too close to home for yeah, me.
2: Yeah, yeah, because you're you're from small town as well. Amarillo,
0: Texas, That's baby. Right. In fact, they like I know my friends always claimed that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house was like within an hour or two of where we we all grew up, but nobody could like exactly say right, what right, right, road right. it was off of or how to get there. You're just like, oh, <laughs> oh but, but everybody's been like, well, I've been there. I'm like, yet. yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, that. That, for me, and I as a kid, another one that really stayed with me was Cujo. Because, I mean, like... The dog? The dog. Yeah, oh, yeah. Aw. Have you seen it? Oh, you haven't no, seen it? No, I
0: mean, I know what it's <laughs> about, but it's like, it's a, he's a bad dog, well, right? Well,
2: he's got... It's a St. Bernard <laughs> who gets rabies. And Aww. in the entire movie, for most of the movie, it's it's D. Wallace and, and uh, Danny Pantaro in a car being terrorized by this dog that will not leave them alone. A mother and son... Who are dehydrating and <gasps> and trapped and this dog is circling their car and that's it's stephen king it's just it is wow oh, it's really scary
0: what about the newer like the the, the saw and the i like... hate
2: those i don't like torture porn i don't like feeling like uh when something's <laughs> like we're gonna cut out this part of your body and make you eat it or make you hold it or whatever all this stuff that's just so it's just gore without without any suspense or without any setup, Um, Yeah. And also like, I don't know. There's a whole level too about like, you have to, I mean, I do want someone to root for. I think it's why I do like a final girl thing. And a lot of those, a lot of those, I haven't seen a lot of those movies. That's why I, I didn't know where your questions were. Cause I was like, if you have questions that are like in that world, I may not know those because I just, I don't, they don't appeal to me where everyone's just an awful person. And it's just like, let's just gross you out with how many creative ways that we can, you know, I love right. Final Destination movies. I think those are mind blowing. They're not at all scary to me, but I think they're just so fun.
0: They stick with you, though. Are, yes. Do you ever drive on the highway and like a truck in front of the you log. will be like, I'm a not log. doing this. I'm not doing yes. this. This could yes. be my day. This is my or oh. I'm on a plane wondering like, OK, which pattern on the seats oh, am absolutely. I? Absolutely. Oh, like, a little screw might fall out of the <laughs> of, of here. Rolled and, roll fly down and Southwest get in
2: so water yeah. and then like, you know, spill. <laughs> and then, you know, next thing you know, the plane's going down. Yeah, I know.
0: Oh, I yeah, love them. I love them. I, yeah. I hate pop-outs so much, but it's also what makes movies fun. Like oh, the scene yeah. from Jurassic Park where uh, Laura Dern just gets Jurassic Park back online. She's like, Jurassic Park is back online. And a Velociraptor comes through the oh, wall. Oh, I right. broke the movie oh. theater seat. Oh. I was like,
2: <laughs> was... Oh, then uh, the Invisible Man will, will totally, will devastate you in that way. Invisible oh Man has some of the most... There's a, there's a scene, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it, but watch it if you like. There's a scene in, an, in a restaurant that I, I couldn't, it was so upsetting, and I couldn't believe what they did, how they surprised you in this one moment. And everyone that sees it knows what I'm talking about. It's just like, what? No, 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 what? Like, it's, yeah, and,
0: oh. Wow.
1: It's time for five quick, quick questions.
0: questions. Are you ready to do five quick questions? Let's do it. Yep. question number one can you name the actor and the horror movie where rachel and phoebe's friend works as a reporter uh uh yes
2: that would be scream
0: and courtney cox there you go is question number one how fun okay question two can you name the actor and the movie where a cold miner's daughter has a real shitty prom.
2: Yes, that's uh, Sissy Spacek and Carrie.
0: See, this is you're taking them down one by one. Um, can you name the actor in the horror movie where the Activia lady has a domestic violence issue with her brother? Yes, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis
2: and Halloween. Excellent. I guess technically you would have to say Halloween 2 and or Halloween 2018, because to your question, they're not, no, they're not brother and sister in Halloween and Halloween remakes. So Halloween two would be the actual answer to your question.
0: So in Halloween one, we don't, we don't know that they're, brother, we don't one, find that out until
2: she's just yeah. a babysitter who randomly puts the key in the door and Michael Myers sees her and just a goes after her. And then in part two, they reveal that they're actually brother and sister. But then in the remake, the most recent one, they, they only acknowledge the very first movie. And so they're not brother and
0: sister. The oh, most that's recent. bull. That that's, is bull. Yeah. Question four. Question four. Name the actor and the movie where Edward Scissorhands gets sucked into a waterbed. Uh, Johnny Depp, Nightmare on the Street. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favorite oh, scenes in that movie. it's the greatest ever. I don't think that movie would be the same without uh, Johnny Depp and Heather Langenkamp. If they would have cast any two other people, that movie probably would have failed.
2: Or Johnny Depp's uh, cut-off midriff shirt, because hello... So you're Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. Drew Jorgie was enjoying the Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Did it take the scare factor down Were you're just like, ah, oh. Oh,
2: <laughs> No, I had no idea. I was so late to the, the game and understanding that about myself. I think I was more like, I want to be friends with him. He seems really nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Aw, oh, that's how I felt about Jodie Foster and yeah. Candle Shoe. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't Candle discover Shoe. that other feeling until San yep. I was like, oh, oh. I want to be more than friends. Uh, be adult yeah. friends. Okay, here's my last question, and this is on a different line of questioning. Okay. If you had rented the tape from The Ring from Blockbuster, how long would you have to return it before you died? Oh, um... Oh, this is not about the blockbuster return policy. This is about how long do you have the the Ring Ring movie before you die.
2: Okay, so the Ring is one that I have only seen once a long time ago, so I don't know. I will
0: give you a hint. It is said on the phone. You watch the movie, you pick up the phone, and they just say this amount of days. Seven
2: days? Seven days. You did it. You helped me with that one. You helped
0: me with that one. It cool. was a clue, but I'll give it to you. Yeah. You nailed five questions in the horror joke. You truly are a horror expert, according to Kristen knows Blank, which is not saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for Rad Libs. So this is my favorite part of the show. This is where we play a rad lib. I wrote a story specifically for you, but I left out some parts of speech. You're going to give me those parts of speech, and together we're going to make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play rad lib?
2: I love it. I love it.
0: I need a verb ending in E-D. Traipsed. All right. I need something you yell.
2: Hey, man, get out of here.
0: (laughs) Do you yell that a lot?
2: Uh Oh, every day. (laughs) To myself.
0: I need a, a body part. A fingernail. Uh, I need an increment of time.
2: handful of seconds.
0: I need a tool. A screwdriver. Okay. I need a a celebrity.
2: Amber Heard.
0: What is she from?
2: She's from Johnny Depp. Um, she's Johnny Depp's um, lady, and she's been. Oh, okay. She, or they were. They're very not anymore. And there's all the... Like, all their, all the drama with them right now. But they, yeah, she's like a newer. Um, she's part of our community. She's a, she's a bisexual.
0: Okay, so they, I need uh, to look up yeah. the bisexual Amber Heard.
2: Gorgeous, blonde.
0: I need a sitcom.
2: Different strokes.
0: An adjective. Raunchy. A disaster.
2: Too many books.
0: Too many books. Can you? Explain how this is a disaster in your oh, life just, or the lives of others. Just
2: you just have too many to read and it's a, it's a disaster. Where do you start, Kristen?
0: <laughs> okay, I need a Halloween costume.
2: A little, a little firefighter.
0: That's a cute one, that's a cute one. Mm-hmm. Um, an adjective.
2: Oh, um, um, sultry.
0: One more adjective. Pleasant. Um, a school club.
2: Uh, the the student council. A body part? Oh, teeth. Uh, occupation? Clerk of court.
0: Like a stenographer?
2: I think it's a court clerk. I think yeah. I think there's also a there's like position of someone who's in charge of like the records that works at the court. Oh,
0: I like this. I'm just gonna say the clerk of court because it sounds very like like royal.
2: Yeah. Oh yes, for sure. It's very royal.
0: Uh, a body of water.
2: Oh, Lake Michigan. Uh, a liquid, Campari, and it's Campari. It's my favorite liqueur. Ooh, what is what is the flavor of Campari? It's a bitter orange. It's bright red, so it looks like it'd be really tropical and sweet, but it's very bitter. Um, is it
0: like a, what is it? Grand Marnier? Is it that's different? It's way orange. less
2: sweet than that. It's okay, yeah, but yes.
0: A medication side effect. A
2: restless legs.
0: U.S. state. Vermont. Uh, an adjective.
2: Fuzzy. A
0: phrase. Tell it to the bank. Is that a well-used phrase? I love that. <laughs> tell it to the bank. What are we what are we telling it the sounds
2: bank? sounds like if you say anything with attitude, somebody'll be like, well, tell it to the bank. When someone's like, I'm doing great, you can go tell it to the
0: bank. <laughs> tell it to well, there's gonna be hashtag tell it to the bank. Yeah, there you go. Uh, a weapon? Hammer. Yes. Oh, it's a it's a scary weapon. A verb ending in ing. Giggling. And we have a story. <laughs> We have a story, fantastic story, written just for you, and it's called The Scariest Movie Ever. I can't wait. I saw a movie once. It was so scary, I literally trapped out of my seat in the theater and screamed, hey, man, get out (laughs) of (laughs) here. It had scenes that made my fingernail crawl. After I saw it, I couldn't sleep for a handful of seconds. (laughs) The movie was called Screwdriver Face. Oh. Starring Amber Heard and that girl from Different Strokes. So <laughs> <laughs> <start> Dana Plato? <laughs> it was all about this raunchy guy who had died from too many books. <laughs>
2: See? Such, such a Worked. classic story. Worked for
0: me. <laughs> but was brought back to life when some little firefighter performed some sultry magic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Creepy.
0: Well, being reanimated made him pleasant and murderous.
2: Oh, there you go.
0: He started killing everybody. The high school student council was found in a dumpster with their teeth cut off.
2: Oh, that's really disturbing.
0: (laughs) The local clerk of court was found floating in Lake Michigan. In one scene, in one scene, there was so much Campari that I had restless leg syndrome.
2: Because you danced, because it was delicious.
0: (laughs) I guess that's one way of putting it. The scariest part is it was based on a true story in Vermont, and the guy was never found. So if you're alone in your house and you hear a fuzzy voice whispering, tell it to the bank, (laughs) don't look back. Grab a hammer and start giggling. See? Well done. We did it. We did it. We We did did it. it now is there anything you want to tell the audience about that you have coming up you can
2: catch my solo show which is called happy birthday doug on broadwayhd.com um i i played nine gay men at a birthday party from hell uh so uh check that out uh and i'm gonna be on an episode of bless the hearts um with uh with a great show with our friend fortune beamster yes Uh, yes fantastic. I don't have any scenes with her but she's is on it right and this all you know all the like kristen wig maya rudolph and you know a bunch of great people like that and that's coming soon so look out for that i am on instagram and twitter at drew drogi so
0: me. wonderful now. guys find follow and become a fan of drew drogi and drew thank you for thank you for stopping by today
1: interview complete Haunting Drew Drogi's dreams.
0: Thank you so much, Drew Drogi, and again to Steve Smith for coming on the show this week. If you guys like this podcast, please take a second to like, subscribe, follow, and review the podcast. If you'd like to drop us a line, we have an email. It's Kristen at KristenKnowsBlank.com. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun, we're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff, we're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun, we're gonna talk to some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff, cause Krista knows blank.